Welcome to a Durban Christian Centre South message. We believe that the message you are about to hear shall change you, realign your focus, and build you up to walk circumspectly before the Lord. Hallelujah. Are you blessed? Amen. Amen. Well, I've got a good word for you. I've entitled my message this morning, The 2020 Fast. Hallelujah. And I want you to take your Bibles and turn to the book of Luke, chapter 5. Luke, chapter 5. And uh, when we look at that, somebody asked me once, you know, who should fast? Is it only a special tier of people? Well, if I look at Scripture, all Christians should fast because Jesus is the example for every believer. Amen. And so when Jesus spoke about fasting, he didn't even say, if you fast, he took it for granted that the church will fast when he goes. He says in Luke 5, 35, but the days will come when the bridegroom will be taken away from them, then they will fast in those days. So as we come into this time, we must remember that Jesus said we will fast, not if you fast, when you fast. And why? Why does he, uh, why does he speak and tell us that we should fast? Because, listen, saints, fasting is a mighty tool in the hand of a believer. Amen. It's very powerful. It's not for a religious show. Matthew 6, verse 16, Moreover, when you fast, do not be like the hypocrites with a sad countenance, for they disfigure their faces that may appear to men to be fasting. We don't fast so that people know we fast. Amen. We don't fast so that people see how religious we are. He says that that's hypocritical fasting. If you fast, fast unto the Lord. Amen. He says, Assuredly, I say to you, have their reward. What reward do they have? They, they fast so that people see they're fasting. They have their reward. People saw they're fasting. Amen. But we pray and we fast for a different reason. But you, when you fast, anoint your head, wash your face. Hallelujah. Don't make it all about, you know, the appearance out there. We understand that fasting catches the attention of God the Father. It says here, so that you do not appear to men to be fasting, but to your Father who is in the secret place. And guess what? Your Father sees in the secret place. He sees the fast. Hallelujah. And when He sees the fast, He says you can expect results. He says, He who dwells in the secret place will reward you openly. I don't know about you, but I'm going to have the reward of my fast. Amen. Amen. So why do we fast then? Joel chapter 2, 12. Now therefore, says the Lord, turn to me with all your heart, with fasting, with weeping, and with mourning. He says, turn. And over there you see what fasting is really about. When you look at the word turn, remember we had, God sent us uh, a pastor, Harvey Campbell, towards the end of last year. And he came and he gave us a word from the Lord. He says, consecrate yourself because tomorrow God's going to do great things. And as we came into the end of the year, how many of you were in our New Year's Eve service? It was, it was amazing. There was a sudden move of God of consecration and we had communion together and we committed ourselves for the kingdom. Somebody say amen. amen. 
Hallelujah. He says, consecrate yourself, for tomorrow the Lord will do great things. Consecrate. Separate yourself. Set yourself aside. Prepare yourself for the kingdom. And I want to say to you today, this year, my efforts are going to be for the kingdom. My abilities are going to be for the kingdom. My talents are going to be for the kingdom. My resources are going to be for the kingdom. Hallelujah. So when you look at the word turn, turn means to, to change, change direction, to turn from something, to turn away from something, to turn towards something. When a person is facing the wrong direction, he needs to turn the other way. Amen. And uh, so it means to turn, to face towards the vision in line with the direction where God is looking. Somebody say amen. amen. To, to turn towards the vision, the purpose, the will, the, the predestined path that God has set for your life. How many of you know being saved doesn't mean that you're going to fulfill the word of God? Thank you for your enthusiasm. Hearing and doing. So to, it means to align with a heavenly purpose. And this year, this church, we're going to align with a heavenly purpose. We're going to see multitudes come to salvation. We're going to see a revival in the South District. Thank you for your enthusiasm. Hallelujah. It means to yield, to submit your will, to humble yourself, and to say, God, your will is more important. Hallelujah. To remember your first love. A fervent, passionate, hot love. Amen. Come on. I want a permanent, passionate, hot, sold out, radical love for God. Hallelujah. To guide me. Somebody say amen. Remember today that that which your heart treasures will set the direction of your life. And so that's why we fast, to check our will, what we treasure. Amen. Many saints have trouble, and many saints went through many troubles last year because their lives were set in the wrong direction. Hallelujah. If your life is set in the direction God wants you to go, He will bless you. He will work through for you. But if your life is set in the wrong direction, He will send a storm. You can't rebuke that storm. Amen. And I was reminded about uh, Jonah. God appears to Jonah. Jonah 1 verse 1 went with, I want you to turn to Jonah 1 verse 1. Look at this with me. Now the word of the Lord came to Jonah, the son of Amittai, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and cry out against it, for their wickedness has come up before me. But Jonah arose, and he went to Joburg from the presence of the Lord. He went down to Joppa and found a ship going to Tarshish. And so he paid the fare, went down into it to go with them to Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. 
many people turn from where they know God wants them to go. And because he was heading to Tarshish instead of Nineveh, he was headed in the wrong direction. His face was set in the way that he should not be going. And because of that, he was being pulled away from the call of God. This year, all of us will walk in the perfect will of God. Somebody say amen. He was, be, he was walking away from the purpose of God. He was walking away from, from the, the plans of God for his life, from the anointing of God on his life. He was walking away and he was saying, no, it's too hard. Listen to me, saints. It is harder to walk outside of the will of God. Amen. Walking in the will of God, you might sometimes not know what's next, but let me tell you, whatever is next is blessed. Somebody say Amen. The Bible says he was in the wrong direction and God sent a storm. And God prepared a fish. I can't think of a more stinky place than inside a fish's belly. Amen. I remember going down to Cape Town. You go there, you know, go to Simon's Town. You go and see the penguins. Woo! Stink. Amen. <laughs> Into stinking. Many, many believers are living in stinking circumstances. Until you start giving God the praise and the glory and say, Lord, I'll do your will. The, the fish won't spit you out. Amen. So in this fast, we want all we have to turn and come in, in alignment. And to discover the perfect destiny that God has for us. Somebody say amen. When you look at Jesus' fast, this is what amazed me. When you look at the fast of Jesus, in Matthew 4 verse 1, let's just let's quickly read it. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights afterwards, he was hungry. Now, when the tempter came to him, he said, if you are the son of God, command these stones to become bread. Notice this one thing. Jesus went into the fast after receiving the Holy Ghost. God knew he's going to need the Holy Spirit to lead him to a successful fast. Hallelujah. Because the purposes of a fast is heavenly. It is to discover the will of God. Listen, when we fast, we fast unto the Lord. We fast to know Him. Amen. It's not about not eating. Thank God we lose weight. And thank God all these things and there's health benefits. But that's not what it's about. It's to seek the face of God. To discover what is in Him for me. And who I am in him. Hallelujah. And God needed to send Jesus in the Holy Ghost into that wilderness. And once, while Jesus was in the wilderness, why did he need to go in the power of the Holy Why did he need to go in the Holy Ghost? Why? Because the Holy Ghost was going to teach him. And reveal to him things to come. The Bible says when he comes, he revealed to you things to come. In the desert, Jesus discovered the purpose of God for his life. 
he was, it was revealed to him what he'll, what, where he'll go, where he'll stay, where he won't stay, what he'll suffer. It was revealed to him in the desert. And he died to his own purpose and he discovered the will of the Holy Ghost. That's why when he came out of that, when he came out of the desert, he came in the power of the Spirit, having overcome. You see, while he was in the desert, the, the enemy came and he wanted him. Listen what the temptation was. The temptation was to once you come out of this, this desert, Jesus, I want you to eat dust. I want you to live from by earthly things, for earthly things. I want you to submit to the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, the pride of life, to live for the things the world can give. I want you to set your focus this, this, this year. My main focus this year is going to have a great business. My focus this year is I'm going to be a millionaire. My focus this year is going, uh, no, 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 no. He wanted him to do that. He says, you bow down. I'll give you all these things. But Jesus' fast was to say, I want nothing of this. I'm setting my eyes on the things above. Hallelujah. And he was separating himself to a heavenly purpose. Come on, bump your neighbor and tell them, separate yourself for a heavenly purpose. There's more about you. Than, than getting the things of the world. You have an eternal purpose. You have a God-given purpose. You have an anointing on your life to establish the kingdom. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ah, I see some of you don't really want to hear this word. You say, Pastor Johnny, I thought you were going to tell me I'll be rich. Listen, those things are Gentiles seek, man. Jesus said you'll have it anyway. Amen. Seek the kingdom. Amen. Hallelujah. He set his heart on the things that are above. And that was what the fast was about. And the more you separated for that which God called you to, that's why he came out of the desert in the power of the Holy Ghost. I declare to you today, DCC Bluff and DCC Finland, you're going to come out of this fast in the power of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Somebody say amen. Fasting always pleases God. The Bible says he's a rewarder of those diligently seeking. Somebody say amen. He says, you'll seek me, you'll find me. Listen, I want to find God. Hallelujah. I want you to say with me, I need a, I need a direction adjustment. Hallelujah. Not so ever so slightly radically. Amen. Listen. The devil fears when the church goes into a time of fasting. Hallelujah. Why? Because when you come into a time of fasting, you'll discover and see the things that God has prepared. And when revelation comes on your life, you can't be the same. Somebody say amen. Revelation and fasting pushes back deception, breaks darkness, removes every, every lie from you, and causes you to see clearly. Somebody say amen. It unveils kingdom purpose. The Holy Ghost will reveal to you your call, the gifting that's on your life, and the things that's going to bring breakthrough to your life. 
Revelation that comes through fasting causes your feet to be set on the highways of God. Hallelujah. I declare in Jesus' name, you're going to walk in a new way. You're going to walk in a highway. You're going to walk in a way that the world has never seen before and establish heaven upon earth. Somebody say, man. The Bible says we declare God's manifold wisdom. We bring to light the purposes of our God. Hallelujah. Amen. So, why did Jesus go into the desert after receiving the Holy Ghost? So that he can be tried, so that he can set his heart, so that he can commit himself to what God has called him to. Don't go into this fast and you committed to be like you were last year. Amen. Set in your heart that by the time I come out of this fast, I'm going to be so involved in the kingdom. I'm going to be so committed to the things of God, my life's completely changed. Hallelujah. I can see a church sold out for the kingdom. Full of fire, hallelujah. Full of power. Because we separated. Somebody say separated. Hallelujah. Separated to pursue that which God has called us to. I declare today this world's going to see a glorified church. Your family's going to see a glorified saint. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen, when we set our mind on things above, what's above can be revealed. What you search, you can find. And because our minds are set on things above, we pursue that which is heavenly. We pursue that which is supernatural. It means because of that, you're pursuing the supernatural. You're pursuing the miraculous. You're pursuing the things that's impossible with man. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody say, in this fast, my eyes are going to be opened to pursue the things impossible with man. The things impossible last year. The things impossible when I dream, when I think. Oh, I can sense a supernatural dimension being released in the fast. Hallelujah. It's not going to be the same old, same old. It's going to be 2020. Perfect vision. Somebody say amen. The things God has prepared. We're going to discover the things God has prepared for those who love him. Things eyes not seen, ears not hear, the heart is not perceived. It's not entered even into your imagination, but things as he has purposed. Hallelujah. This year you'll be anointed to bring heavenly revelation to, into earthly demonstration. Hallelujah. Oh man, I shouted when God gave me that line. Woo, Glory. This year I'm bringing heavenly revelation into earthly demonstration. Somebody say amen. amen. The things God has prepared, the prepared things will be revealed and manifested in your life. I declare that today the things he has prepared for you will be revealed and manifested in your life in this year. Hallelujah. When, when we correct our focus and turn our attention, we can perceive something different. Hallelujah. 
Perception brings manifestation. Think of that. Perception brings manifestation. That which we can perceive, we can understand. That which we can understand, we can receive. Hallelujah. That which we can receive, we can reveal. That which we can reveal, we can manifest and demonstrate. Oh, come on. Somebody say, by me, the heavenly things will be revealed, manifested, demonstrated. Come on, this year is going to be a year of demonstration of the kingdom. Somebody say amen. According to the power that's at work in us, the power of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. When our eyes see and our ears hear the things that God has prepared, then we can dream the things God has prepared. I declare today you're going to have a different dream. I declare today you're going to wake up excited. You're going to have dreams and revelations in the spirit that makes you wake up with a complete direction change in the morning. Hey, I feel something happening in this place here today. Hallelujah. Then we can dream the God dream. We can see the God vision. Hallelujah. And when we can expand our hearts to embrace the vision beyond the possibilities of man. Come on, lift your hands and say, Lord, in this fast, expand my vision beyond the possibilities of man. In other words, a revelation that will blow your mind. When God reveals things, often the result is fear. Because you know you can't do it. Hallelujah. But God says, I'm going to do it. Do you hear me, Wentworth? God says, you're going to do it. I declare a year of supernatural manifestations in your life. I want a God-sized vision. If you can perceive the things God has prepared, you'll have a God-sized vision. In the name of Jesus, I release an anointing of a God-sized vision in this house today. Hallelujah. Listen, you cannot call upon or activate things that you have not perceived. Hallelujah. You cannot receive things that you cannot perceive. When that blind man sat on the, on the side and he called, called out for Jesus, he had a revelation. He knew he's calling Jesus, the Son of God, the miraculous one. He, 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 he was not calling on a man. He had a perception that lifted his expectation. He had an insight that caused him to have faith for something beyond the natural. When he called on Jesus, if he didn't have perception and a revelation of who he is, he would have said, Lord, I need a guide dog. Or maybe a walking stick. Maybe some money for me and my poor family. But his perception lifted his faith into a dimension of the supernatural. Hallelujah. 
in Jesus' name, your perception of the kingdom is going to be opened in the name of Jesus. Come on, this week, this, this month, this, this fast, there's going to be a new dimension of perception, expectation, revelation, manifestation, according to the things that God has prepared. Come on, lift your hands and say, according to the things that you have prepared, my Father. Hallelujah. We trust that you were blessed by the transforming Word of God and that you were inspired to be more like Jesus. If you would like more information about Durban Christian Centre South and our various ministries, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, subscribe to our YouTube channel, or visit our website, www.durbanchristiancentre.co.za.